0: Hey everybody, this is Kevin Wallace, Double CCA, a Cisco Press author, and I want to welcome you to episode number 60 of the Broadcast Storm. This one is entitled CyberOps 101, The Intrusion Kill Chain. If you listened to the previous podcast episode, I was talking about how cyber ops is going to become a big demand in the future. The estimate is that around the year of 2019 or maybe 2020, there's going to be about 6 million cyber ops jobs out there, and a fourth of those, 1.5 million, are projected to be unfilled. If you want to fill one of those, now's the time to start studying cybersecurity. And currently, Cisco has the CCNA cyber ops certification. So I thought as part of the Broadcast Storm podcast, I would occasionally sprinkle in a little pepper of CyberOps content, just to get you a little bit familiar with the content, see if it's something you're interested in, see if it's something you want to pursue further. And in this episode, we want to discuss something called the Intrusion Kill Chain. That sounds ominous, doesn't it? Now, in some of the literature, you might see this referred to as a Cyber Kill Chain or the Lockheed Martin Kill Chain, because Lockheed Martin were the ones that originally developed it. But what it is, is a sequence of seven events that an attacker goes through as they're trying to compromise your system and get in and and do damage into your corporate network, as an example. And in this podcast episode, we're going to talk about all seven steps of the intrusion kill chain. When somebody's trying to get into your network and do something that they should not be allowed to do. Maybe they're just trying to spy on you, to gather some information. Maybe they want to go in and do some damage. Maybe like delete files or change information. And by understanding the sequence of steps that an attacker goes through, we're going to be better able to protect ourselves. Of course, there's a big discussion that surrounds how we protect ourselves against each step, Here in this podcast episode, I just want to introduce you to these seven steps. And the first of the seven steps is reconnaissance. This is where the attacker is trying to learn more information about the target, about something inside of our network. They might do reconnaissance of our entire network. They might see what servers that we have facing the public. They might try to get some information from those servers. Perhaps they can determine what operating system those servers are running on. Oftentimes, a web server will have a robots.txt file that tells the search engine, hey, don't search these directories on our site. Well, the attacker could pull up that robots.txt file. For example, they could go to google.com robots.txt, and they'll see a listing of directories that Google doesn't want indexed. That's one way of gathering some information. Another way of gathering information is LinkedIn. and Go to a social media site and learn who works in the organization. Learn the organizational structure. Who reports to whom? What are the different departments? You can look at job ads for some of these different companies to learn more about their systems. They might be looking for a network professional that has experience with a particular operating system or a particular piece of hardware. Well, that's your indication that that's what that company's running on the inside. You might look for some vulnerabilities, some known weaknesses in that operating system or in that hardware that you might later exploit. But here in step one, and there's a lot more to this, this is just an overview, But here in step one, the attacker is trying to learn more about their target. And if they happen to have access to the network, they can do a ping sweep. They could say, all right, we're on this subnet, let me try to ping every possible IP address on this subnet and see which devices respond. And then I've got a list of devices that I know to be up and talking on the network. I can then go in and do a port scan on those different devices to see if I can determine what services are running on those different devices that responded to the ping. If something responds to a TCP port 23, it's probably some sort of a Telnet service running on that system and people connecting via Telnet are using unencrypted text to do so. And there are a lot of utilities out there that can help an attacker quickly glean information about their potential victim. And once the attacker has done their reconnaissance and they've identified maybe the Achilles heel of the network, they know the weak spot, a point that they think that could be compromised to gain access to the network, step number two in this intrusion kill chain is weaponization. This is where they come up with the approach that they're going to use to compromise the system. They might think that, well, they're running this version of Linux, or they're running this web server, and I know that it has this vulnerability. Maybe I can exploit this vulnerability to gain access to a system. One of the tools an attacker might use is called Metasploit, and what it can do for the attacker is help them quickly identify vulnerabilities for a particular system. And to make sure it's going to work, maybe the attacker sets up a testbed environment and they make sure that their exploit really does compromise the system as intended. So they can do some testing ahead of time before they try to actually launch the attack against a company. Then, once they've determined the weak spot in the company, they know where they're attacking, they've developed a specific type of attack, then they need to somehow deliver that attack. That's the third step in the intrusion kill chain, delivery. Delivery is the process of actually getting the malicious code to the target somehow. And maybe the attacker is delivering the attack directly to the target system, or maybe they're delivering it to some other computer within the company. And from that computer, from that inside computer, that computer will launch the attack. But this delivery is delivering whatever the exploit or whatever the software is to some target, be it the final intended target or sort of an intermediary target that's going to launch the attack and that could help conceal the identity of the attacker if they take control of some system within the company and then launch the attack from that system. And one of the methods for doing this delivery that you might have seen in the movies is somebody takes their malicious code, they put it on a USB flash drive and they take it into a company and covertly they connect it to a system within inside the company and they install it on that system. Or they could use some sort of a phishing attack where they send an email to people within the company, which again they could identify with a social media platform like LinkedIn as an example. They could send a phishing email saying something like, your Netflix subscription is about to expire, or somebody changed your Netflix password. Click here if that wasn't you. Something to entice the reader to click on a link. And when they click on the link, that can infect their system. The next step of the intrusion kill chain is exploitation. This is where the attacker tries to actually take advantage of the vulnerability that they've identified. Maybe they're trying to take advantage of it remotely coming in from an outside system. Maybe they've gained access to an inside system and they're having that inside system launch the attack against that vulnerability. But the exploitation phase is when the attacker is taking advantage of the weakness that they discovered earlier. The next phase is Installation. And the installation phase is installing some sort of a software inside of the target organization that's going to give the attacker ongoing access. You might have heard the term of RAT, R-A-T, Remote Access Tools. That's the type of tool that will be used in this phase. The attacker has some sort of remote access into a system. And the next phase in the intrusion kill chain is command and control. This is where, after getting access inside of the target company using something like a RAT remote access tool, This is where we actually gain control of our target system. It's like we're sitting at the keyboard of the target system. That's the command and control phase. And that leads to the final phase where the attacker is actually doing something on that target system, what they came to do in the first place. And that final phase is called actions on objective. What was their objective? They're ready to take action to accomplish that objective now. That objective might be the destruction of data. That objective might be the collection of data, maybe for corporate espionage or something like that. Maybe it's the manipulation of data. But that's the final phase where they're actually doing what they came to do in the first place. Now let's sum up those seven phases of the intrusion kill chain. Phase number one was reconnaissance. Phase number two was weaponization. Phase number three was delivery. Phase number four was exploitation. Phase number five was installation. Phase number six was command and control. And finally, phase number seven was actions on objective. And, of course, there are a variety of things that we can do each step along the way to recognize, for example, that somebody is running a reconnaissance on our network. Traffic patterns don't look normal. We're suspect of this outside IP address that's doing all this checking on our system. Maybe we want to block it. So there are things we can do to protect ourselves along the way. Of course, the goal is to detect that this is going on in the early stages before it gets into the late stages, before they have a rat installed in our network, as an example. And as you go through the cybersecurity curriculum, you learn more and more about how to protect yourselves against the different things that an attacker is going to be throwing at you. But I thought as a good introduction to the world of cybersecurity, you should understand the phases that an attacker goes through, and a commonly referenced model for that again is the intrusion kill chain. If you want to learn more about cyber ops and cybersecurity, remember that Cisco has a CCNA in cyber ops. And to earn that CCNA, you need to pass two different exams. The first exam is SEC FND for Security Fundamentals, and the exam number is 210 250. The next one is Security Operations, abbreviated SEC OPS, that exam number is 210 255. And if you'd like to go after that CCNA, and by the way, you don't even have to have a CCNA in writing and switching to go after the CyberOps CCNA. You can just pass those two exams and suddenly you're CyberOps certified with Cisco. If you want to go towards that certification, I'm going to include a couple of links in the show notes of this podcast episode as resources. Personally, I'm a visual learner. I like to watch video training showing me all this content. And Pearson IT Certification has a fantastic course that walks you through the content for both exams, along with some practice questions. So I'm going to include a link in the show notes that you can visit to purchase the video training. If you're someone that learns better by reading a books from Cisco Press, Cisco Press has a CCNA CyberOps library containing two books that you can use for your study. And I'll include a link in the show notes for that as well. And on that note, we'll go ahead and wrap up this episode, and I look forward to speaking with you again on the next episode of The Broadcast Storm.